10 bucks is like a burrito, you know? Like, I could get down with the burrito. All right, all right, all right. Schmidt beer, the brew that grew to be best in the great Northwest. Your finest craft beer, Rocky. Man to man, smoke Roy Tan. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, for your main event, weighing in at a combined 64 ounces and 85 IBUs, Gorgeous Greg, Slammin' Scott, Dangerous Dan, and Alluring Alley. Welcome in, everybody. It's us. It's the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking along. Cheers, everybody. Welcome in. We are a podcast centered around craft beer, the liquid, the lifestyle, and everything else in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome on in. Grab a beer, settle in. We love interaction. Hit us up on the grams and all the socials, the unfiltered gentleman. Or leave us a voicemail, 805-538-BEER. If you're one of our best beer friends forever, welcome back. Hope you're very well hydrated. Joining us tonight, we have uh, Slammin' Scott. Right here, Slammin'. Flexin' Flex, because I'm real creative. Happy to be back. And Dangerous Deb. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I love how you come in so like sweet and quiet after like dangerous Deb. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, dan- danger would be your middle name. Yes, That's I'm dangerous. True. <laughs> <laughs> the, thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out. Shout out to Sacramento, California, for being our top listing. Whoa, Sacktown. Sacktown. We are are popular with the sacks. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Three dudes, one chick. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a lot of sack happening. Uh, we're so, so sorry about the beginning of this show. If you're still with us, we got a lot to get to tonight. we got some good beers to talk about. Uh, some drunk people, not in Florida this time. Very surprising. Some important booze news, a little bit of beer research, and much more. Uh, I'm pretty sober over here, unfortunately. So why don't we just kick things off with a little hydration. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Flex, what you drinking tonight? All right, I am drinking uh, Elephant Brewing. Their Ant Ray Cowpants. Uh, you heard that right. <laughs> it, is a, <laughs> it is a red ale brewed with lime, curry, and ginger. Um, and most importantly, it weighs in at a whopping 7% ABV, Ooh. which uh, b- big fan of those big ABVs. Bigger the better. Well, that's what I say. <laughs> that, that's what she say. Right. <laughs> so hold on. Did I hear you right? It's got ginger and red curry in it? It is a red ale with lime, ginger, and curry. I see. So that's what it is. I am very intrigued and going to need to know all about this. So it's actually super light-bodied. Um, for red, you get lots of that ginger uh, on the ginger. nose, lots of ginger, and then uh, on the taste, you get a lot of the ginger, a little touch of that curry on the back end, and then just a little lime rounding that off. So, like, does it have spice to it? Like, what's that curry doing? Curry's just adding a little bit of that spice punch to that back end. Interesting. So, like, right, right on the back of the palate. Okay. So, I'm very intrigued by this. Is this something? But first of all, are you enjoying the beer? 
Well, I'm, I'm actually halfway through with it already. It's, okay, uh, so it must be garbage. Very, very smooth beer. What I was going to say is, like, with all these ingredients in it, is this something that you could, like, have a few of at a time, or is this one of those, like, I'm done at one? Uh, I feel like it, it's going to taste even better after this first one, to tell you the truth. Wow. I, I think it's something that you definitely get used to, and then it's just better and better every single sip. All right, I'm convinced. I was a little, uh... You know, scared from all the various ingredients, but the curry kind of got me. I was a little frightful of the curry, um, but now this thing works out really well. Um, and they're a real small brewery. They have uh, only nine full-time people who work there, and they only produce uh, forty-six thousand gallons of beer a year. So, which sounds like a lot, but it's actually a very, very small amount when you're actually looking at a a big brewing process. So. Uh, what is that, like 1,500 barrels? It is. Am I, am I in that? You, you are right around there. It is 1,500 barrels a year. Ooh, look at me. Look at my math. <laughs> Very nice. Well, it sounds super interesting. I, uh, I'll have to keep an eye out. Hopefully they uh, they get distributed or they get Tavord or something they like that. They do pop up on Tavor every now and then. <laughs> How did you come across this brewery? Uh, they recently started distributing down this way. Um, oh, they picked nice. up with uh, local distributor Mega Mega Beer dis- Distribution, and that uh, uh, came across them. I f- saw they were from Wisconsin, and I'm like, I got to try every Wisconsin brewery, right? Sure. And then they uh, knocked my socks off with a blackberry coconut raspberry sour ale that they do. That's wow. one of their flagships. And good lord, I've been, I've been trying their beer ever since. It's a whole lot of something going on in there. <laughs> yeah, they do re- really good stuff. They're in a really, really small town, and you know, like I said, they have real small facility and production. But you know, just what they say, man, size doesn't matter. <laughs> Very nice. Oh yeah, and it, Deb and I are like, God, every brewery in the state. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, are having, what are we up to in California now? Like twenty five hundred or something? It's a lot. I mean, even in the county, I remember when there was only one or two, and now there's dozens. Right. Well, I mean, that brings me to a, a point I was going to bring up, by the way, last week's show interview with Poseidon Brewing from out here in Ventura, California. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to that. Yeah, I remember when I first went to Poseidon, there was like one other brewery in the county. Poseidon's so good. So good. So classic. And still good, too. They've been around since 2013, still turn out some good, just solid beer. That red is always my favorite, though. Mm-hmm. Real good. Yes. Uh, and then speaking of OGs in the county, I even brought this up during the interview, Enegrin is like the other OG for me in, in our area. Uh, oh, Flex, did you get to try the Enegrin yet? I did not. I'm kind of saving it for a special occasion. Oh, okay, fancy. Hooked Flex up with uh, Nighthawk, which was which is one oh, of my favorites. My I'm favorite. very, very, oh, very excited for that. You should have seen stuff, the look on my face stuff. when I opened opened <laughs> that box. That was one of our wedding beers. We got a keg of Nighthawk, and oh, so good. Now, I vaguely remember your wedding. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we were just talking about my wedding the other day. We were talking to uh, friends, uh, Big Dick Nick and Coley from the Booze League, and we were talking about how drunk I was. And I was like, well, compliments of Nick. Like, I did not get parched at all that night. He made sure I had a beer in my hands at all time, which was probably just so he could always have a beer in his hands and not get in trouble for it. But Yeah, that's a really good excuse. Yeah, great friend, great person to have on like your groomsmen list there. Uh, someone that keeps you hydrated. Mm-hmm. See, and I danced way too much at my wedding to just have a beer in my hand the whole time. Oh, I, I only dance if there's a beer in my hand. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> no, no, you are. 
<laughs> Sober boy. Um, but speaking of Anagram, I was there last week. They did a little fundraiser for CJD, which is near and dear to my heart, and uh, raised a lot of money for that. So that was fun. It's nice starting to slowly get our way back out to breweries and do a little little research and scope out the vibes and see people in real life. I can't tell you how exciting it was to do the Poseidon interview and like talk to people face to face. It was very strange, but very, very welcome. Somebody was like, man, it sounds like you guys were having fun. I was like, I think we were all just happy to see people in real life. When we recorded it, it was like as things were starting to open up again. So good times. Yeah. You guys recently just started opening up? Oh yeah. We're, we're behind everybody out here. It's only been like two weeks or something yeah i mean yes. we we started yeah. outdoor in like february at, at you know reduced amounts to varying yeah. by county and then uh last two weeks is they're starting to let people indoors and or three weeks something like that okay at like 25 percent. it once again it varies by county like we're on the border where we are of ventura county and la county la county has been the strictest county in the state and so you fucking jump over a line and all of a sudden you can't go drink beer and it's it's very hard to keep track of. Wow, that's it's insane. like they're on people are on spring break crossing the county line. Right. <laughs> they're running from Los Angeles. It's Rumspringer. <laughs> <laughs> all their horses and buggies coming this way. <laughs> we had a problem early in the Rona when they shut everything down. Like our county was the only one that had all their hiking trails open. So like all of LA County was coming to us and like hiking and littering and they had to shut down some of our hiking oh, trails because no. people were i shit you not well bad term uh <laughs> shitting in the middle of the trail because they closed all like the public restrooms down get right out of here so people were just like hauling off to the side of the trail and dropping a deuce and they're like the pollution's getting bad we gotta close all these trails down it's not because of rona it's because these assholes who are using the bathroom or using the trail as a bathroom yeah and shitting in the creek too where the kids go and yes. play in the water and it's well, like you just can't hold it in like how <laughs> right. how old are you or you can't go off into a bush where no one's walking. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Even the coyotes don't shit on the trail. <laughs> so I guess the weird thing is no trace of used toilet paper around. That's I don't want to know. <laughs> no, we we hoarded that uh, months ago. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> we've been out for a year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anybody doing any good beer research? Anybody getting out and about? We still slowly coming outside of our house. What's our What's our life statuses? Um, I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> still here. Say, <laughs> so I hit up the uh, local mall brewery mm. on Friday, and because we have a brewery attached to our shopping mall, which is just the absolute best. It's the only way to get me to go to a mall. <laughs> and uh, they just had recently rebrewed their uh, barrel aged chocolate chili stout. Oh my god! Which is absolutely amazing. Just in time for summer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Easy drinking. But, yeah. It really is. And it's almost just shy of 10%. And I mean, the, the chocolate flavor on it and then the burn you get down your throat from the chilies, it's just, that that's like a perfect stout in my mind is those mm. chocolate chili stouts. Nice. I was just talking about this yesterday. I am not a fan. I, first of all, I love, love, love spicy food. The spicier, the better. I don't like spicy beverages. Ooh. Beers, cocktails, doesn't matter. Like... I remember back in the day before it was what it, what it is now. Somebody's like, you got to try this habanero sculpin. I was like, okay. Drain pour. I think it was like my first ever drain pour. We'd, we got one of those um, six packs of habanero sculpin when it very first came out. And every bottle had a different degree of heat. <laughs> it was I, weird. I've heard they have issues because they get like different crops of habaneros. 
Yeah, some of them were so spicy, you literally could not drink it. And we like spicy here. Yeah. And then other ones, it was like, you could barely feel the heat at all. Yeah, this was, the one I had was like, it was mid-range spice. Like, the spice level was tolerable. It, was, it wasn't It was like, oh my God. But it just, I couldn't stand the taste of it. And as soon as it hit the stomach, I was like, oh God, something's wrong. Wow. This is not going to sit inside here very long. Yeah, you treat, you tricked good. your body into thinking you went to Taco Bell. I think so. My body went to full Taco Bell mode too. It's like, <laughs> we got to get rid of this shit immediately. <laughs> so. See, the, the first beer I had with uh, like a chili pepper habanero is a pumpkin spice. Mm. And I, th- I thought it was just one of the best pumpkin beers I've ever had, which obviously people aren't a huge fan of. And I get <laughs> it. But uh, I mean, you throw some chili peppers in there and you really got something. Not so basic anymore. No, not basic, not one bit. Yeah. Scott, have you had any uh, spicy beers or anything? I have. Um, not, not a. It's funny. I'm not a fan of the spicy beers, but I, I love... I mean, I'll dump hot sauce on my salad. I mean, oh, yeah. I, you'll, I, love, I love spicy food, but as far as the beer is concerned, it's just not, not a fan. Yeah, you'll swap out hot sauce for milk in your cereal. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I just... I can't do it. Not a fan. Um well, before I tell you guys what I'm drinking over here, speaking of beers, did you guys hear about the big Firestone news? I I heard, but I don't know all the details. So, well, details are slim, but apparently last week, Firestone Walker out here in California acquires Cali Squeeze, Slow Brews fruit beer brand. And if you're not familiar with Cali Squeeze, it's the the big beer that that uh, Slow Brew produces. It, it sells out like, well, not sells out, but it's, you know, it's all over. It's at every grocery store. They make a lot of it. It's a Hefeweizen with various fruits added to it. And uh, was very surprised to see that not only was Firestone interested, but they just flat out bought the brand from them. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, hey, we're just going to buy that one beer from you. So they didn't buy anything else, just the Cali Squeeze. Just this ca- the Cali Squeeze brand. Uh, they have not disclosed any financials, but uh, they, they apparently really wanted that brand, thought it fit with them and uh, was going to be a nice little additive to their folder that didn't contain hops. All right. So. That's just kind of like out of the blue kind of thing. Yeah. I found it weird. I It is, it is weird. I don't want to speak ill of slow brew. I enjoy some slow brew. Had slow brews. Uh, Steve on the show. That Cali squeeze, though, I, I just can't. I can't do it. I can't do the fruited Hefeweizens. It just, to me, was not uh, not par for the course for Firestone. Doesn't seem like something they'd be. That was my with. first thought. Is it doesn't match the rest of the Firestone portfolio? Mm-hmm. That was my first thought. It's so weird. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Any Padres fans in here? It's about what I'm uh, on the Padres fan. Yeah. <laughs> Can you edit some crickets in there? When you- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay they asked that at padre games they get the same response <laughs> <laughs> though i will say peco park an amazing park i will go down there whenever the dodgers are playing and uh hang out there i've, I've told the story before but they also once or twice a year do a fantastic little like beer festival. i've heard of, th- I've heard of that mm-hmm. they do it outside before the game starts it's five bucks a beer, and they'll have like a bunch of local breweries. You know, it's San Diego, so you know they're gonna be good. A bunch of local breweries come up, and for five bucks a beer, you get to try all these new breweries, and you get to get a little uh, hydrated before the game starts. That way, once you get inside the park, you only have to buy one or two of those crazy expensive beers just oh, to keep geez. your buzz going. Don't even get me started on those beers. <laughs> we went to uh, I'm in Milwaukee. They are allowing fans mm. since the start of the season, 
And uh, I sh- dished out $22 for two 16-ounce summer shandies. I'm sorry. Are you telling me it was only $11 a beer? Yeah, I'm like... Is this a problem? Is, yeah. is that cheap? <laughs> yes. Very. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Dodger Stadium, it's like 14 bucks for a Bud Light. Oh, my God. Y'all are going to make me throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you. You're so angered by it. I'm waiting for like, it was $17 a beer because that's like craft prices out here at Dodger Stadium. You get a craft and they lie to you. They say craft, but it's just uh, Golden Road. It's Budweiser. Been like 16, 17 bucks for a beer. I'd give a left nut for your $11 shandy. <laughs> Holy Amen. shit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even buy a beer. <laughs> you got to make it through a baseball game somehow. Peanuts aren't going to do it alone. Hit the T, <laughs> you get the D, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the Padres, Joe Musgrove threw Padres' first no-hitter in history, the history of the Padres. That's how good they are. And uh, for his efforts, Ballast Point has given him free beer for life. Apparently, no other San Diego brewery wanted to step up. He said, I'll never do, never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Fuck that. This is what I get for a no-hitter? Fuck that. He, he promptly retired afterwards. <laughs> I want to be traded. I hope he records himself pouring out every single Ballast Point beer that he gets and just <laughs> sending it to him. He just gets like case after case of uh, habanero sculpt and it's just drain pouring everything. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, the, the semi tacos. Yeah. The, the <laughs> wife loves telling the story. One time we went to Ballast Point, we did a tour. It was with her work. We're down there for this work event. It's like, you want to go on a brewery tour? We're like, well, of course we do. And there was two tours L Smith and Ballast Point. What a juxtaposition. And you didn't get to choose. It was just random pick. And we luckily got the uh, the Alesmith tour. And the, those who went on one tour at the second location, they got to just sit there and drink beer. So when we got to Ballast Point, we got this little like room where they hold meetings and stuff. And they're just bringing us samples of beer, which, you know, look, whatever. It's free. We're getting hammered. I'll put up with it. But at one point, they, <laughs> the poor waitress, clearly didn't know anything about beer, doesn't know what she's walking into, brings over a beer and hands it to us. The wife takes one snip of it, sniff of it and goes, nope, you can have it back. And she goes, do you even know what it is? She goes, oh, yeah, it's pineapple sculpin. She goes, how'd you know? I was like, I can smell it a mile away. I can't drink this shit. She's like, do you not like IPAs? She's like, I don't like fruit, fake fruit IPAs. Wow. Get it, Shannon. Ballsy. I was so turned on. Poor waitress. <laughs> oh, poor, poor waitress. She's like, Good oh. Good for Greg. Yeah. She's like, oh, well. What do you like? And she's like, uh, you know, I love German style beers. You guys got any of that? She goes, actually, we do. So she led us over to the bar and she goes, look, and there was actually a, a whole section of German beers that they don't distribute. There was a, a Kolsch. There's definitely a Dunkel because that's what the wife was drinking. There was just all these. It was basically like half of Ennegren's menu was was at Bell's Point. I was like, oh, you guys have some decent beers. So we drank all German. It was all really good. I hate to say it. So um yeah, it was. It, oh God, I was so turned on. I don't drink this <laughs> shit. I was like, we need to find a bathroom pronto. <laughs> uh, but that begs the question: If it was shitty beer, but it was free, will you drink it? We'll start with Flex. I'm kind of a cheapskate, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I have pretty low standards, <laughs> just in life in general. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm taking any free beer I can get. Okay, Deb, what say you? Um, I would drink if it was like grapefruit sculpin i actually still think that that tastes great um if i had to drink a ballast point beer Mm -hmm. anything else no drain pour no way 
I think I know where this is going to go. But Scott, would you drink the shitty yeah. free beer? <laughs> I think everybody everybody knows the answer right. to that. <laughs> Scott, would you drink this curdled milk with whiskey poured in it? Okay, fine. Whiskey, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say whiskey? Yeah. Yeah, it depends what it is. Like, I cannot stomach pineapple sculpin. If it was regular plain sculpin, I could probably... You know. They had one that they put watermelon in. I think Oof. it was watermelon Dorado. Mm-hmm. And it tasted like what I would assume antifreeze would taste like. Ooh. Well, sweet. <laughs> it was it was disgusting. <laughs> right? <laughs> sweet and bitter. Oh. Uh, what was uh did you ever have the unfiltered sculpin? Oh yeah. What was that called? I think it was just unfiltered sculpin or sculpin unfiltered, it? something like that. It was all right. It was okay. It, it was, was not terrible, but it, I would never pay for it. Yeah. I mean, Ballast Point's biggest problem was they sold out and their beer somehow got more expensive. Right. It's like, uh, I'm not going to spend $17 on a six pack of shit beer. Come on. Oh, God, no. We're talking about Joe Musgrove, and I actually have a relevant story to that. Oh, do tell. So, obviously, uh, I'm in fantasy mode, and it's a big deal. This league is our seventh year that we've okay. done this league. It's pretty good. And this year, we had a little bit of drama. Um. One Who's of the guys. Intern Brian? <laughs> no, intern Brian <laughs> is actually the commish oh, of our oh, league. Oh. So, um, so he, you know, he loves having that power. I but, bet he does. <laughs> right. So we had drama. One of the guys that was in our league last year never paid the buy-in. So we always Douche. have a twenty-dollar buy-in, and whoever finishes first, second, third, the you know they get their money back and then some. Um, third place gets exactly your buy-in back. Right. So this dude comes in third place last year and is like, yo, where's my $20? And we're like, well, you never, you never paid. In like, your everybody pocket, else buddy. In paid. Yeah. So consider that your $20 is that we're not asking, you know, we never asked you to pay or whatever. I mean, we did, but he just didn't do it. Right. So we have the draft this year and everybody drafts and this guy drafts a pretty decent team. He's got... Mookie Betts, he's got Clayton Kershaw, he's Jesus. got Christian Yelich, uh, he's got George Springer, you know, like, good dudes. He's got like half the All-Star team. He, it really team. does. He drafted a really good team. And then a couple days after the start of the season is like, yo, if I'm not going to get my $20 from last year, like, I don't want to do this league. And so we were like, seriously? <laughs> like, the ball's on this dude, right? So we're like, okay, you don't want to do the league. We don't want you in the league. So there you go. Right. Then there's the dilemma of what do you do with the team? Do we lock the team with all those guys on there and nobody can make any trades for them all season? I know that sucks. Are you you holding applications for the team? I think I I I will take that team. We should have made a contest or something here and and your listeners I will apply immediately. (laughs) Flex has 20 bucks. Um, We did find someone to take the spot. It is someone who has never played fantasy before. So we're going to see how this goes. But basically, at least I don't have to rage because I've been raging for like a week now. So (laughs) Rage away. (laughs) Also, that team had Joe Musgrove on it and they got all the points for a no hitter. And that's a lot of points in a league. Was he he still in control of the team when he got the no hitter? I think he had probably, I think it might have even been the day that the drama went down oh, geez. of the no-hitter. So I explained to the um, person that took over his team, I was like, at least you have those points. Like, you got the no-hitter points. Because right. she was like, holy shit, look how low the points are on this team because nobody's been managing it for over a week. 
Jeez. I was like, yeah, you're going to have to overcome some stuff. (laughs) Good luck. But you got those no-hitter points. Thanks for the $20. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Fantasy baseball is the worst. Like, you got to be on that shit daily. That is tough. Yeah. Unless you do, you know, you find a good league that does weekly lineups. But, yeah, otherwise that day-to-day crap, man, that gets tedious. I check my team first thing in the morning. If there are early games, you know, morning games or mm-hmm. one o'clock starts. Those fucking uh, East Coast games. I ch- Yeah, I check the, the afternoon. I check the evening. I probably check my team like eight times a day. Wow. I think you're lowballing it. <laughs> it might be, honestly. <laughs> it might be. Um, Th- I- that's the reason I had to quit fantasy baseball is because I would probably check my phone 40 to 50 times a day. So I have that little alert that pops up every week on my iPhone that's like your, you know, phone usage has increased by eight hours or whatever this week. (laughs) Like always during baseball season, it's like I don't really use social media. I don't really use anything because my time is completely focused on the fantasy app. Wow. (laughs) And then there's me on the other side of things. When I play football, I have to set weekly reminders on Wednesday evening to go through and set my lineup for the weekend. Otherwise, I'll forget. That sounds like a dream, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) It's why I don't play baseball anymore. Like, I was checking it all the time, and I had no time for anything else. And then, like, I have a busy day at work. I was like, oh, fuck. I, you know, sat the wrong guy or whatever. I was like, I can't can't do daily baseball anymore. It's just too much. Yeah, it's rough, man. Yeah. Baseball and basketball is kind of tough. Yeah, I haven't done basketball in years either. Yeah. Football is okay. I'll I'll set my lineup on football as soon as I can, because if I don't, I'm sitting there watching a game on Sunday you know, oh, this is a great game. Oh fuck! I forgot my my fantasy team. <laughs> I was I was in a pick'em league with uh, Big Dick Nick, and I always pissed him off when I won because I don't I ever remember to set my shit. I only remember because I have that alarm set every Wednesday at four p.m. to go set your lineups and yeah. make your picks. Wow. And I'd come through like last minute, and then I'd win the week. He's like, "God damn it, man! Stop winning!" I was like, "Hey, no preparation right here, Mister No Prep, <laughs> Mister All Days Off." It's like, what do we call that, fantasy zen? Yeah, I guess. Maybe I'm just a genius. Ooh. Yeah, we'll go with fantasy zen. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. (laughs) Uh, All right, speaking of uh, some baseball here, let's make a call of the pen. He calls to the bullpen for beer. That's actually a really horrible transition because this beer is all basketball. I am drinking from Tarantula Hill Brewing Company here in Thousand Oaks, California collaborating with one of my other local favorites topa topa this is in the refrigerator hazy double ipa 93 to 70 this game's in the admiral refrigerator the door is closed the lights out butter's getting hard the eggs are cooling and the jello is jiggling been jiggling for a long time sure has chick (laughs) sure has i had to get this beer i didn't care what it tasted like because it was all lakers good news is it tastes good spoiler alert uh this is eight 0.24%. 0.24%. Let that sink in with everybody. Mm-hmm. Eight, I love when they get it to that hundredth. Uh, 824. RIP Kobe. I get that reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We lost Kobe and the world went to shit. Yep. Has a 415 and untapped. They say, in honor of one of LA's landmark voices, we invited our friends from Topa Topa Brewing Co. to brew a hazy double IPA on our home court. They yo yoed up and down the court, did the bunny hop and the pea patch, and threw down some alley oops. By the time they were done, the game. And the beer were in the refrigerator. Nothing gets me teary like talking about Chick. Chick was lost way too early. 
Flex, do you know who Chick Hearn is? Is he known out there? Uh, not familiar. We just know uh, Bob Euchre out here. <laughs> Chick Hearn, the voice of the Lakers. He's the uh, the Vin Scully of the Lakers. And right then, on. of course, Topa Topa did a collab with Rancho Hill, a Dodger collaboration beer. Deb, did you by any chance get that Dodger beer? You know I did. Did you really? Mm-hmm. God damn it. How was it? I didn't get any. <laughs> I think it, well, I haven't had it yet, but I think it's in the fridge. I'll be over in a minute. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this So here's the thing. Like I said, I didn't care what this beer tasted like. I was going for the can and for the whole chick reference, and then I saw the A24 and teared up a little bit. And uh, Anyways, good news is this beer is really good. It's one of my favorites that I've had from Tarantula Hill. I said this on the show a few weeks ago. Look, Tarantula Hill started off a little rough in my eyes. They had some growing pains when it came to their beer, and I wasn't the hugest fan early on. This now they're a little over a year old. This beer is really good. I'm very much enjoying it. Lots of tropical coming through from the hops, which are Galaxy Strata and Vic Secret. It's juicy. It's got a great, just fluffy mouthfeel. Uh, this is definitely a game winner. I could alley oop this shit all night long. I'm a little sorry. I only got one four pack. I definitely should have gotten a second one, but uh, I'm glad I got my hands on it because, uh, well, R.I.P. Chick Hearn, the greatest in all of broadcasting. Indeed. He's like my grandpa. Him and Vince Scully were my my grandparents. <laughs> Brian <Yeah>. always said, <laughs> intern Brian always says, like as a kid, he just wished that Vin was his grandpa. So yeah, I think a lot of us kids that grew up in SoCal feel that way. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. Uh, all right, so that's Tarantula Hill, old timey word of the week. Gotta get that one in there. Uh, bumper, bumper. It's a full glass. Like I'll okay. take a bumper of beer. Okay. Well, yeah. my uh, my best friend, his grandpa would never say cheers. He would clink the glass and say, bumps. Oh, yeah. ah. I like that. Maybe because he's old timey and he knew what a, what a bumper was. He was pretty dang old, man. <laughs> so I, I, I think we're onto something. So it works out well. <laughs> Very nice. Bumper, <laughs> bumper oh beer. Uh, Scott, what are you sipping on over there? Um, I'm drinking me a from locally Figure Oa Mountain. That place? Uh, yeah, that place over there on the mountain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Lizard's Mouth. Oh, okay. I think we've had that on here, haven't we? We have, yes. Okay. That's like their flagship OG. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Like the first one they bottled. That's that's like the westiest of the West Coast. That thing is bitter AF and- Oh, man, yeah. Will punch you in the teeth. Yep. They used to make a cocktail out of it if you would go to the brewery, and it would be lizard's mouth and like guava juice. Oh, really? And it was dope. Wow. That actually sounds pretty good. And it I don't like does. fruited beers, despite what I'm drinking currently. I don't normally like fruited <laughs> beers, but- like, that was legit. I don't love fruited beers, but I do love guava. I'm always down with guava, especially in a sour. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, speaking of crap beer, uh, you guys with dogs can get your dog a job at Bush Thank Beer. Thank God. Yeah. Bush is looking to hire a new CTO, chief tasting officer, to help improve one of its latest concoctions. The new chief tasting officer will be paid $20,000. But the job isn't for you; it's for your dog. Twenty thousand to the dog? Yeah, twenty grand. Bush is looking to improve its dog brew, which sold out within twenty-four hours when the alcohol-free out of here bone broth launched last year. <laughs> Wait, they're making beer for dogs? <laughs> oh yeah, they're not the first. Let me tell you. Uh, the beer maker said the position is serious, and the lucky dog will have important responsibilities <laughs> that include taste testing and creating viral content on social media. To apply for the job, just post a picture of your dog on social media using the hashtag BushCTOContest 
Be careful how you spell bush. <laughs> <laughs> that matters. Uh, along with a list of qualifications that make your dog the ideal candidate. The company will accept applicants up until April 28th. I have to say, Marty would not be a good candidate because he only likes good beer. No, Marty wouldn't. Yeah, he <laughs> no. wouldn't go for that. And he's a fucking freeloader. <laughs> he, is, he can't put his ass to work anyway. No, he's a lazy fuck. He sleeps all day while we work. And he only drinks IPAs. I try to give him other styles. Good nothing. Marty. He, yeah. He's a good boy. But he's yeah. a good boy. I can I can see Marty in the interviews like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. So, Marty, tell me, what will you do for Bush Beard? Nothing. Give me the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, not a goddamn thing. Yeah. Nothing. Do you have any this, snacks? This is shit. Get me out of here. Yeah, what is this garbage? <laughs> how do you write a $20,000 checkout to a dog? It sounds fake. <laughs> it probably is fake. <laughs> how do you call Bush Beer actual beer? <laughs> the world may never know. I didn't queue up a song for Deb's beer. What a dick I am. You can just Super make one dick. up right now. <laughs> What's Deb drinking? What she's drinking? What she's drinking? <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> what you drinking, Deb? I'm drinking something really cool, you guys. Much cooler than the song you were given. I'm so sorry. It is. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you guys out of it. To yeah. Be <laughs> okay. This is really cool. So I am drinking the Clementine Goza from Two Roads Brewing in Connecticut. Mm. Perfect Goza weather. And, okay, this is so cool when I found out about this. This beer is brewed in a big-ass tanker truck. Oh. So it's like- That's they've got Yeah, it's like a big-ass tanker truck, and they do all of their kettle sours in that truck. Oh, so that oh. way they don't uh, get all their nasty bugs. Yeah, like they the don't, you know, yeah, exactly. No sour funk, you know, tainting Interesting. I looked it up and I saw that it was like their tanker series and I was like, oh, that's a cutesy name. But now it makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I've had a few beers from Two Roads before. Um, my best friends actually live in Connecticut. So when they come to visit, they'll bring beer or sometimes, you know, they send it or we send them beer back and forth. Beer friends are the best friends. Indeed. So uh, when we found this Two Roads, we were really excited and just like you, I was like, tanker truck, what does that mean? <laughs> and then I looked into it and I was like, oh shit, that's really cool. And now I want my very own tanker truck <laughs> so I can make beer and just have my like truck parked outside brewing shit. Yeah, naturally. That That is actually super badass. Yeah. Yeah, super. it's pretty cool. But how do you go about purchasing a tanker truck? That's kind of what I'm, I'm stuck on. Is there a market for tanker trucks? Yeah, it's Craigslist. You just go on Craigslist. There is now. <laughs> There's going to be a shortage of tanker trucks now. So start investing in tanker trucks right. immediately. Mm-hmm. Brian's going to learn how to drive an 18-wheeler. <laughs> beep, beep, motherfucker. Yeah. Hope he can double clutch that shit. If, if it's full of beer, I'm sure he'll drive it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good, though. Like, it's not it's not too fruity. Like, it's just fruity enough Um there's it's tart but not sour mm-hmm. um like a goza should be and it is not super carbonated that's the only thing interesting um obviously kettle sour but yeah really low carbonation but other than that like it's really refreshing and it could mess you up because i mean you could drink like a ton of them it just goes down like juice mm-hmm. and this is like perfect perfect goza weather it is right now is it's ideal isn't that california year-round yeah, kind of is. But right now, more than ever, like today's high, I think, was like 84. Mm-hmm. Still pretty warm out right now. Yeah, it's, it was warm for us today. Yeah. We had to turn the AC on. Ah. Uh, What's the weather I don't know what there? AC is. Oh. 
<laughs> Rude. <laughs> turn all the fans in the house on. There Open you go. Open some windows. Flex, what's the weather out there right now? I think we hit a brisk 46 today. Ooh, 46. Yeah. Break yeah. out those gozas, my friend. Man. <laughs> that is roughly Wisconsin goza weather. I oh. actually had a, a Mexican lager earlier to celebrate the day. You're like, ooh, better put on the shorts. We're at 46 today. <laughs> Still wearing them. <laughs> Good God. Man, 46, uh, we don't go outside. Oh, I was going to say, like, I... that's like you have your parka yeah. on, you have your boots on. Oh, like... man. Yes. Yeah, when we Not take it. Marty the brew pup out for his last pee of the night at like 11 o'clock, sometimes it dips into like those high 40s like that. And it's like, all right, I need my jacket. Definitely putting on shoes for this one. Sweatpants. I got I got a bundle. Now nah, that 46, that's uh, hoodie weather. When Once you start creeping up towards that 50, it's borderline shorts. Uh, <laughs> we, lo- we love that 50 degree weather up here. Oh, God. That's why we pay so much for our houses out here in California, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? That's for sure. That is. The other day, or I think it was yesterday, it was, well, Sunday as we record this, it was Sunday, sitting outside, drinking a beer, great weather. It was like 78 degrees, perfect. And all of a sudden the wind picks up. And I was like, look. We pay too much for this fucking wind. Would you shut your shit down? I don't ever remember a year where we had this much wind before. Oh, it's insane. The, the wind is crazy. It's got to be nationwide because we've, we've had the same exact thing going on. Hmm. We're hmm. talking like consistent, like 13 to 20 mile an hour winds every day. Yeah, we wow. don't get breezes. We get Santa Ana's yeah. out here. So it just means fire winds, basically. I think oh. that's what Santa Ana translates to in English. Fire wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or the devil's fart. That's probably more <laughs> that's accurate. That's more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the news would say that in today's weather, the, the devil's fart will be back. After drinking those spicy beers. <laughs> yeah. The devil's <laughs> fart after a uh, habanero sculpin. <laughs> and a Taco Bell burrito. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> That's when the fires kick up. So. Uh, anyways. Oh, so back to a little bit of discussion here. A drunk naked guy trashes his hotel room. Wait, he was Sorry. sans clothes? He- <laughs> oh, there it is. Fuck, where's Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Has he been in Washington lately? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got to check his itinerary, see where he's been. Sam's clothes. Yeah, check that uh, find my iPhone thing. (laughs) Uh, Kennewick police were called to a hotel early Sunday morning after receiving a call that initially led them to believe there might have been multi-person violence going on. Police proceeded with caution, fearing possible fighting or injury. But once they entered, they only found a lone, sans clothes, drunken man. Uh Uh-oh. According to reports, 20-year-old Logan Tenbrook was inside by himself. Police said he didn't have any clothes on and was very drunk. He's now facing charges of felony malicious mischief, Uh-oh. which I guess is extreme vandalism, <laughs> and a minor in possession of alcohol. And the greatest part about this, when I found this story, there's always like ads at the bottom of news stories. There was ads for mental health help. <laughs> like, it's like find a, a therapist. <laughs> I was like, oh. Two two on the nose for poor Logan Tenbrook here. So, wait, he was cited for being a minor under the influence. Yeah, he's 20. Okay, because I was like, if this is like a kid, we're crossing some weird boundaries. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did bring up an interesting point. Like, as I was uh, getting the story, I was like, uh, is he a minor? He's not a minor. He's 20. I know he's not legally able to drink, but. Right, because technically a minor is eighteen, under yeah, eighteen, under right? eighteen. So minor but, in possession to me would be a seventeen-year-old drinking alcohol. Twenty-year-old uh, to me is like you know underage adult in possession of drinking alcohol. Right. Very strange. 
Anybody ever get in trouble for drinking underage? Not not once, Greg. <laughs> not from the law. Deb? Um, I mean, I got in trouble for stealing alcohol from the parents. Okay. But I didn't get in trouble with the law. Okay. Did you ever do like the fill the vodka back up with water thing? Oh, I did. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. yeah, I did for sure. <laughs> and what I didn't know was, so I actually was a, a pretty good kid and I didn't do a lot of that kind of stuff, but my brother did. My brother... Mm would get into some shit. And so what I didn't know was they were already, my parents were already like marking the alcohol bottles because they assumed my brother would, you know, have friends over and drink. Sure. (laughs) And so like the first time I was like, you guys, my parents have alcohol (laughs) with my friends. I got busted. (laughs) I would have just blamed it on your brother. Right. I, you know, I, I've learned that now, like that's the point of having a brother. But at the time I was too naive. Mm, That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never really did any of that. Um, made it even harder that my parents didn't drink hard alcohol. They only drink beer. So, you know, you can't like drink it and then fill it back up. No, you can't. Um, no. <laughs> you like hot glue the cap back onto the bottle of, of beer. <laughs> Greg, are you homebrewing? What's this capper for? <laughs> when did Budweiser start putting blank caps on their bottles? This is weird. Well, it tastes like water. It must be Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Did I get drunk by this? Okay, I'll drink it. Now. Yeah. Uh, Flex, I got the feeling you might have gotten in trouble. No, I, I kind of like Deb. I was actually a really good kid. I didn't oh. actually start drinking until I graduated high school. Okay. And then, I mean, yeah, we just did it in real safe environments when we did it. I just, I'm, I'm a kind of crazy guy, but we never did anything <laughs> crazy when we shouldn't have been doing it. Sure, sure. I guess. So I got some buddies, though just nuts <laughs> like I, I had these two friends and every time they get together it's just some crazy story so uh, i had a buddy who went to school down at butler university in indianapolis mm-hmm. we all went out one night just partied crazy hard my buddy was in a frat and the next morning we were driving through the campus to head to breakfast and my two buddies look over there and like hey that's the fence we jumped over last night <laughs> and uh it was the campus pd uh fence oh, Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I run with some hooligans, but I myself not a hooligan. Okay, fair enough. Scott, any uh, drinking trouble early on in life? Uh, the only trouble and it wasn't really trouble. I guess that we got in trouble, but this is like so many years ago because I'm quite old. Um, and it, it was funny because it was me and my friend and our brothers who were older. They were friends also, so we decided we're going to go out one night and drink. And so my friend's older brother worked at a grocery store and he got some beer. And so we went out drinking and we went back. We were supposed to spend the night at my friend's house. And my brother, who's older than me, started throwing up. (laughs) And then my friend's brother, who's older than him and older than me as well, he like teared up and told his mom, we were drinking, mom. I'm like, oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So um, we, we... and it was funny because I Hopefully knew you beat the that, shit out of that guy. Well, yeah, that's I, what I'm I thinking. for sure I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna call my parents and all this, and she never did. My my parents, as far as I know, they didn't ever found out or they didn't say anything. I'm sure they would have, but um, just tell them you were like doing communion. Yeah, the I, blood I, just, of Christ. I was just gonna blame it on. Hey, he's the one throwing up. I didn't drink. <laughs> he's so, the bitch. Yeah. So yeah, that's about the only time. Yeah, I I really didn't do. Any drinking, at least during high school. There was one, 
I remember one where like nobody knows this, like nobody was aware of what had happened, but I was, so I was super embarrassed, even though no one figured it out. I I was at a party once and I had like, ready for this one? I'd had some wine coolers. (laughs) Bartles and James. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Here's the funny story about Bartles and James. I remember the slogan. It was taste the escape. That was oh, wow. Yes. That I just know my right, mom used to drink them. <laughs> they had like um it was like a beach scape or yeah. something in their ads, right? Yeah, and it was tasty. And I only remember that because in college I went to film school and I had to like make a commercial. And I don't remember how, but somehow I ended up being assigned like uh Bartles and J or, or like wine cooler. I don't remember why I got that. And so I, I did the voiceover for it. And I was like, Bartles and James, taste the escape. <laughs> and I said it really fast. And the teacher's like, "Did you just say taste the gay?" And I was like, "No." That is- <laughs> so I will, I will never forget the slogan, and I definitely know it's not taste the gay because that'd be a very weird slogan. I don't know how they taste different than straight. <laughs> so, anyways, back to party story. I had had a couple of Bartles and James like a badass, and somebody had a basketball, and they're like, "Hey!" And they like toss me the basketball, and I was like, "Oh, you're like dribble, dribble under the leg. you know, I was a basketball player." little dribble, dribble under the legs. Hey, look at me. I'm cool. And I just kind of brought it up over my head. I didn't throw it. Still in my hand, very much in control. Just brought it up over my head. And little did I know there was uh, like a chandelier right above my head. And I broke like half the lights in it. Oh, my God. (laughs) That sounds like a mess. Yeah. And I was like, huh? And the other person who threw the ball was like, fuck. He's like, give me the ball. And I threw it back at him. He like threw it back in the closet where he found it from. I was like, well, we're going outside. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one ever came up and was like hey no one ever found out no one ever found out because you know i would i was expecting someone to come by and be like hey did anybody see anybody break a chandelier or anything like that i never heard a fucking thing about it so i was like oh we made it i hope nobody from that party is listening right now fuck or their parents you're, you're, you're oh in some God. trouble yeah. at a point you're gonna get slapped with like a small claim suit yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, statute limitation. It can't be more than 10 years, right? I don't know. I better ask the intern. <laughs> Where's the intern with yeah. their legal, legal stats? Yes, we need the intern on, on our legal side here. Uh, yeah, luckily, it's it's been over 10 years. So I'm going to just say that maybe yeah. my jury duty coming up in a couple of months is really just a trick to get me into court to uh, pay for oh, the chandelier. Be. You're probably okay unless you murdered somebody. Not that I'm aware of. Can't get that drunk on Bartles and James. <laughs> <laughs> but if you throw Mike's hard lemonade in there, <laughs> oh man, that's it. Night's over. Yeah. Yep, that's hard. Oh God. Well, yes, Your Honor, he was on uh, hard lemonade. So, oh, okay. Well, oh well. Do you need a recovery program? Or <laughs> clearly, if I'm on hard lemonade, I do need a recovery program. No kidding. <laughs> Oof. Sounds rough. Give me some fucking pineapple sculpin while you're at it. <laughs> That's a callback, everybody. And that's how we wrap things up. Deb, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. One hop with a P mess on the gram. Go follow her. Flex, thanks for flexing. Yeah, no problem, man. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hope you didn't rip any shirts. While we, well, actually, I do hope you rip some shirts. Um, <laughs> sorry we didn't get to the part of the show where Scott gave you workout advice. I know we were going to get to that. We just ran out of time. Hey, yeah. Next okay, time, help him out. Yeah, next next, next time for yeah. sure. Yeah, we will. Absolutely. We'll definitely get to that. Scott has some, some yes. great advice oh, for you. Oh, man. Wait till you look like me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, sounded like a threat. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I think it was. 12-ounce <laughs> curls. Here we go. Yeah. 
16 on a good day. Uh, follow Flex. Flex me a beer on the gram. Underscores in between. Find us at the Unfiltered Gentleman. Give us a call. The uh, <laughs> our phone number is not the Unfiltered Gentleman. Give us a call at 805-538 beer two three three seven. The Unfiltered Gentleman at gmail.com. And I think that's everything. I hope everyone out there is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Yeah.